1: Bad,
2: bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting.
0: Hello
1: everybody, happy Thursday to you, August 25th, 2022, you are listening to Kentucky Roll Call here Roll on Big X Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM, TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, we don't, Nick Roush couldn't get back, He's in, he was out partying in Lexington last night, Justin, and he couldn't get back to his laptop in time, or what, what, what are we going with with him, what, what's that- up?
0: yeah that's one of the stranger excuses I've ever heard. Uh, do- doesn't a laptop normally travel with you?
1: yeah where where at what point are you separated from your laptop? right? And he's probably gonna say, well, we were going out to bars. I wasn't gonna take him with me. but why wasn't the laptop where you were going to be?
0: Exactly. I think yeah,
1: that's I, a, I think that's a fair question.
0: I, I don't know if maybe he had a change of plans and didn't make it back to where he thought he was gonna make it back to. He went out with intern Jacob last night. That was big time.
1: Yeah, so Roush was in Lexington for most of the day, and him and intern Jacob were going to to meet up. Hmm. Well, maybe uh, maybe there's a story waiting for us when Roush I, does decide to ever show up to his job.
0: I, I would imagine that there's going to be – the the funniest thing from last night is so they had the group chat going, and they talked about hopping out of the group chat – and but me and you were like, no, just keep it going. It, it's going to be great content. So I texted at one point. And I was like, man, how's it going, guys, or whatever. And Jacob goes, Scoots, this is taken. This is headed down a path I would have never dreamed of. So really interested to see what they got into last night.
1: Yeah. So they deliberately disobeyed me by <laughs> uh, hopping out of the group message. Obviously, although Roush was par- out partying uh, at Tilted Kilt. I I don't think I've ever actually been to a Tilted Kilt. Really? Besides, like, walking through or next to the one by KS Bar. No, I don't think I've ever actually eaten there. No, I think maybe one time. There was one in Louisville, but it did not last long in Louisville, if I remember correctly. So maybe I've gone to it once, but that was way back in the day. Tilted Kilt's
0: good. I've never partied at one, but the, the food was pretty good.
1: Okay. All right. Well, um... Between you and me, I, I, I still will send over these texts. I'm a little late to getting around to it, but uh, we got a fun show for you today. We'd love to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We've got football, we got basketball recruiting update rankings to, to talk about. It's getting to the end of summer talking season, but we still have some fun lists to talk about and dissect. KSR... Nick Roush's website made some newsworthy content for everybody to enjoy with the top ten football players in the
0: Mark Stoops era. Scoots, did you see that? Oh, I did not. No, and you know what's weird is I've been – actually, I've I've read probably three, four KSR articles the last week or so. So, yeah, surprised I missed that one. Scoots. I mean – they keep popping up on my timeline, and it's something interesting, so I've got to I've got to click on it, you know. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll believe you. We'll see if Roush does. Uh, they they came up with that. We're going to talk about that uh, at some point today. But Scoots, how was your we We don't need who cares about Roush's Wednesday night. No kidding. How was yours?
0: Uh, it was good. I had no work. Unfortunately, and and the bar was popping. Everybody wanted to drink last night. It was it was hump day, so they all needed their fix. So I was there late, and then I came home and I watched the challenge. Which electric I knew they were going to go to individual games. I'm glad they did. Glad I stayed up and watched it last night. Man, that show just gets better and better.
1: Yeah, I actually thought that it was it was a good episode. The only issue was Hall Brawl is sacred to challenge fans scoots Yeah, where you have one person start from one end, the other person start from the other. It's a tiny little hallway. They're forced to collide into one another. I'm not going to give any spoilers for people that maybe haven't had a chance to watch the challenge or most likely don't care about the challenge. So we won't spend too much more time on this. But first off, we, that kind of ended up being a dud, just the, the matchup of, of who it was. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, it's a it's a CBS cable version knockoff of Hall Brawl because normally they start like hey you're 15 yards before the hall you're 15 yards before the hall and they're like running with a full head of steam this time it was just like you start on one like they 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 shorten the starting distance big time uh, but it was it was whatever it was still overall a good episode just somewhat of a lousier. Elimination than I was expecting, but good TV night all the same. It was an electric yeah. Big Brother as well. So CBS has it going on. It's yep. a shame that we'll have to wait till like twenty thirty five till SEC football's back on CBS. <laughs> you
0: know, if you're lucky, who Big Ten's got to lock down.
1: It'll it'll come back to the SEC someday.
0: <laughs> I am that is a,
1: a little bit of a bummer. Like it's it may even be easier for most fans to be able to watch UK games moving forward, because everything will be on a streaming platform every single time. Not that the other stuff wasn't, but I think it may have been harder for people to kind of figure out, how do I stream CBS? The rare times that UK was playing in the CBS game. Uh, But being on ESPN, it may be easier or more accessible, but yeah, there's nothing like the CBS broadcast, so that's a little bit of a bummer. But someday, it'll be back in the SEC's hands and it'll be amazing hearing the music with the SEC. But in the meantime, Scoots, you
0: enjoy it. Hey, I think um so I think it might hurt some fans and and viewers of certain teams. I don't I don't know that it'll happen with any of the big teams. Um, but I could see, like, a Nebraska game being on Paramount Plus because they were supposed to be on CBS that week, but CBS doesn't have a slot. So then Nebraska fans are going to have to go stream Paramount Plus. It really does seem like we're heading down a path of everything is going to be streamed, which slightly has me worried, if I, if we're being honest.
1: Well, uh, CBS is still streamed. People just have to, you know, figure it out. But, yeah, right now, it's I think a lot of people are – more used to watch ESPN, ESPN3, or whatever it's currently called. But yeah, I I do think it's it's easier to get ESPN on streaming. Mm -hmm. That is interesting. I think more and more people are cable cutting, or at least that was the stat as of like a year ago. I'm not sure if that's still the case, but I would imagine that it's still heading in that direction where you're more likely to go to streams. Did you see that YouTube TV is going to offer up being able to watch four different channels at once and it'll all be on like you know it'll break it down into four boxes on your screen did you see that perk that they're going to be unloading
0: is that a perk why the hell would anyone want to do- i mean for sports purposes i guess i understand it but that's the only way you'll be able to use that you're not going to watch like four sitcoms at the same time
1: well no no, no Doi, Scooch. Of course, it's for sports. You're you're not just gonna put four different movies on and just play them all at the same time. Of course, it's for sports, and I don't think that it's a coincidence that they're releasing this at the end of the summer when sports are right around. You're telling me NFL Sunday, you wouldn't want regional CBS, regional Fox, and then hell, give me give me red zone on one and I don't know if there's some random baseball game. I could put it on the other, I suppose. But more likely, I'm just going <laughs> to put it on double red zone or something like that. But
0: it's just in time for sports. That's what it's for, Scoots. Yeah, no. And, and OK, I like it. Yeah, that uh, that's good. And well, especially not just for football, but I'm thinking more like March Madness. That'd be pretty awesome
1: march madness of course that would be amazing as well college football Saturdays it'll be great that you you could certainly fill up four games no problem uh, that's a nice perk and that's going to that's what's interesting as we are all going through the streaming service experiment together cuz this is still new to everybody uh, it's the progression of i guess entertainment but there are a lot of people that don't, that don't like it Scooch. they're like i just miss having direct TV per se and having everything just with one remote right there, knew the channels, knew the, I knew how to rewind a new DVR. People still call it TiVo. There are people that miss that. And instead they're like, well, I got to go to Paramount plus for this and then ESPN plus for that. And then Disney plus for this. And then I've got YouTube TV and, it, they don't have numbers on the channels for YouTube TV, so then I just got to scroll, and it's hard, and I don't like it. And there are people that miss just having it all in one spot.
0: I can understand that because I am not a big proponent of change myself. Um, but I think in this scenario, like you, it's just the way we're headed. Like you, you gotta adapt. You know, get in the boat or get left behind at this point.
1: Oh, I, 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 my, my poor father, most likely, probably going to get. Left behind, he's still, I think they have Spectrum. And uh, I will say one thing about, like, the Rokus and Sling and some of this stuff. Get a bigger remote. My dad has a remote that is the size of my forearm, and I bet he never loses that bad boy. Me, I've got, like, this remote that the, is the size of maybe my pinky finger, index finger. And I, I can't help but lose that thing anytime I just turn over. It's impossible not to. We need bigger remotes. As I'm, I'm uh, yeah, but there are a lot of people that aren't thrilled with streaming. So I do wonder if it's ever going to be like a, a rubber band kickback on that.
0: You, we'll see, uh, but on the meantime, ever,
1: bigger remotes.
0: You ever see the commercials that are, I can't remember what the company is, but don't turn into your parents? Yes. You need to Velcro that remote to the table.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't hurt. Or you just get like a little, you know, get like a jet a jet ski shrink, safety string on it, so it, it it has to stay on me at all times. Sure, I, I I've got to figure something something out. But it was a good TV night, and we're a day closer to uh, college football, which actually does start this weekend. Not a ton of great games, but scoots will be able to watch it. They count. It matters. It's the real deal.
0: I'm gonna have to look into the docket for this weekend. There's no good games.
1: There's none that i that I think have any sort of implications on the big picture of college football or the college football playoffs potentially. Uh, but it's still football. and sure. your your good old-fashioned big Ten starts off with some important important action with Northwestern and who was it Nebraska? that sound right, I ring a bell? Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Okay, we'll roll. The it. one
0: thing I don't understand, though, is, so Indiana starts with Illinois. Illinois has a game this week against Wyoming, I believe it is, mm-hmm. before coming to Bloomington next week. So, really weird that some teams are getting a jump start on others, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, it happens every year. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's always a week zero.
0: Hmm. Yeah, About I don't remember week- it in years past.
1: Now, and it's usually about this kind of slate of games. It's not the, the the best that you're ever going to get, but it's something. And after not having college football on since January, we all take it and we're all happy with it. Yeah, Nebraska at Northwestern. Nebraska is a 13-point favorite in that one. Um, Give me the wild, uh, Do you know what the name of ne- Northwestern's football stadium is, Scoots?
0: I don't, no.
1: Wow. I thought you were uh, a fan.
0: Not of Northwestern.
1: Stadium? Uh, Aviva Stadium? <laughs> Aviva Stadium?
0: How the hell would I ever know that?
1: Okay, I thought this was the case. This game is being played in Ireland. Oh, okay. and that's Aviva Stadium gotcha. is in Ireland.
0: Yeah, double.
1: I say so, Nebraska at Northwestern. No, Nebraska Northwestern is going to go across the pond and play a football game in Ireland. Why are they doing
0: that? <laughs> right. Who the hell in Ireland cares about Nebraska Northwestern?
1: <laughs> hmm. I thought, like you know, if you have like Notre Dame, if you had Notre Dame playing over there, then, right. yeah, that then it would, would that make sense. Yeah. That'd make a little bit more sense. Yeah. All right. So Nebraska given thirteen points over in Ireland. Hmm. I'll Something take Northwestern all day. Yeah, that's the thing, Scooch. Is that even if the the games aren't great, you can you can win or lose bets all the same. That's True. Our friends down in Bowling Green get the season started. Western Kentucky will host Austin P.
0: Which, if is, you like, uh, if you like money, go ahead and bet the over on that. Oh, you don't even know what it is. Don't even know what it is. Don't need to know what it is. Don't care. I'm betting it.
1: Okay, Uh, now I'm half-tempted to want to find out for our our dear listeners, just in case they actually are dumb enough to take our advice. (laughs) I'll get back with everybody momentarily on this. But uh, you also have Vanderbilt at Hawaii.
0: Mm, That does nothing for me.
1: Not seeing, at least on DraftKings, a spread for that Western Kentucky game just yet.
0: Mm. We'll keep an eye out.
1: And then I also don't know if this is true. This would be a good question for Roush if he were here, if he did show up for his job when it started on time. There, If you play at Hawaii, Scoots, I heard a rumor. Well, I read it somewhere. Not necessarily a rumor. That you get an extra game. So like Vanderbilt theoretically could play 13 home games for going out and playing not 13 home games, just 13 games in general. They could they could get an extra regular season game because they went out there and played against Hawaii, but they're why? not doing it. Vanderbilt elected not to add an extra game. So, to, to which case, I, I don't – that can't be true because why wouldn't Vanderbilt add an extra game?
0: Because um, it's Vanderbilt and they know they're going to lose. I, I mean, <laughs> if I'm Vanderbilt, I wouldn't add a game either.
1: If I were Vanderbilt, I'm doing whatever I, if I'm Clark Lee, I'm doing whatever I can to make that number on the record total, the one that's on the left, look higher as possible. Nobody's gonna add up the numbers and be like, oh wait, that's technically 13 games, but they only won four. Uh, they went four and nine. How they did they get like an exemption to play in a bowl game? How'd they play 13? Now people just see the four and they'll think, oh, that's a crappy season, but hey, it's not a one win season. If I was Vanderbilt, I definitely would take advantage of that rule. If it were true, I just would love somebody to confirm it. And the reason they do that, Scoots, is because it's just so hard to get teams to want to go play out at Hawaii. You got to throw in a little perk.
0: Are you kidding me? The perk is playing in freaking Hawaii. Yeah. What I a think, joke. If I'm any coach in the nation, I'm taking my team to Hawaii.
1: I think you'd be a little surprised how, how difficult it is to get like 120 support staff players. Equipment, all that stuff, uh, across, across over to all the old Hawaiian islands.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think logistically, I'd find a way to make it work. That'd, that'd uh, be worth it. Make a three, four day trip out of it.
1: Again, a three, four day trip with a a long time flight, depending on where you're coming from. It's, it's, it's tough. It's not as appealing as you may think. Hmm.
0: Hey, speaking of appealing, I saw a map of Hawaii yesterday. It was like a underwater map, so you could see like all the mountains and stuff. It's crazy how big Hawaii is, but there's only just a little bit of land showing. Crazy. Oh,
1: you know, I'd be interested in that map, Scooch. Why don't you?
0: Yeah, I'll see if I can find it.
1: All right, that that'd be great. It was uh, was cool. Yeah, the wife asked. They're I guess they're doing some sort of breakfast social or something. And she was like, Yeah, and there's an icebreaker question, but they told everybody ahead of time, so you can think about it. I was like, What's the question? And she was like, favorite vacation spot. And I was like, Oh, I, I knew I knew what hers was, and it'd be Hawaii. And she asked if that was mine.
0: To which we replied,
1: if you could just like snap your fingers and be in Hawaii, then probably yes. But if you take into consideration realities, it's probably not. I think Probably just anywhere in New England would be just my favorite vacation spot because there's just it's a it's a pretty versatile trip. It's not the hardest place in the world to get to, but but I, I would have probably Hawaii number two. If you take it, if you're just talking about if you could snap your fingers and be somewhere, then yeah, I'd probably go back to that one. What would yours be, Scooch? What would be your favorite vacation spot?
0: I uh, had have to be no Cabo San Lucas. Oh. I don't I don't care. Give me the long flight. That's fine. To be there for seven weeks on an all-inclusive resort, I don't care how long the trip is. Cabo San Lucas can't be that long of a flight. Uh, it actually wasn't. So we flew from here. Actually, when we went, it was kind of a nightmare. We lost a day in Cabo because our plane, our pilot in Louisville, got into a wreck on the way to the airport, which is not what you want to hear. No. Um. So <laughs> we took off late, but we had to fly down to Houston, and then from Houston to Cabo was... Probably only about an hour, hour and a half.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I guess it'd be maybe the equivalent of like a flight to LA. Yeah,
0: maybe a right. little longer. Yeah. Probably I'd a little say, longer. I'd say if you if just if it was straight flight time, it'd be four four and a half hours.
1: Yeah, I've never I've never been over to the uh, the the Gulf of California as they call it. Got to. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, never been. I bet that was cool. But well, get your text into the Thornton's text line. Tell us your favorite vacation spot. No, we don't care. We don't care. 502 414 1450 We do care about our friends at Thornton's because they do such great work and they've got so much to offer that I think people oftentimes forget about it. If you're just driving by and you're hungry, you could go for a snack, maybe a five-hour energy, a Red Bull, whatever it may be. They'll get you pumped up ready to go. And I don't, I always forget to just like, would most people need to pick me up? They just have a, have coffee. And I, that's not me. I'm not a coffee drinker, but i have been told Thornton's is just the, the goat of coffee stops. If you just need something quick, something good, something that's going to get the job done. Thornton's is where it's at. And don't forget to download the app, become a refresher and rewards member, and you'll save money, get free things. It's easy to download. It's a super easy app to use. And, uh, just about a week or so left in the summer Cash Bash. Ten thousand dollars each and every week, and then at the end of the summer, I think next week they're going to be giving away a twenty twenty two Chevy Tahoe. So if there's ever a time to enter in, if you want that twenty twenty two Chevy Tahoe, now is the time to to get it going.
0: Do you, you right. ever? Do you ever drink coffee? I've no, never, no. Were you about to say never?
1: I, I mean, I I've had coffee flavored things. So, and I've had coffee like alcohol drinks. So, yes, I've had coffee, but I've never just been like handed a cup of Joe and just drank it. Wow. Not interested. I mean, I've had I, things that taste like coffee. I know I don't like coffee taste.
0: I mean, I get it. I only drink maybe five, six cups a year. So, wife, I mean, it's not great, but it does make me bounce off the walls when I drink it.
1: The wife was like, I think someday that's probably going to change for you and uh she's like I, you, I just don't get how you're not gonna drink coffee and Is
0: she a coffee drinker yes big time
1: yeah some some nights she'll be like yeah i forgot to have my coffee today just as her like way <laughs> of being like i'm i'm kind of dragging which i understand hey whatever 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 it takes for folks but uh i don't know It's just it's a it's a taste thing for me but if it works for some folks that's all that matters We're going to take our first break. We're going to come back. We're going to get it back into some UK sports, football updates from yesterday. Maybe talk a little recruiting, too, because there's something. There's a recruiting update regarding football that you're just not going to want to miss out on. Big time talking point. Wanted to wait for Roush to get here, so we probably will. But we got a fun show for you. A lot of good text on the Thornton's text line as well. Oh, without Roush here, we should have just done covid for the first segment.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I would have been out. <laughs> you would have you been doing the show solo. You didn't weigh in on the whole. No, deal. I don't. I, I never will. I was telling Roush that after that show that day, when it comes to political topics and people and things that fire people up one way or the other, I will never jump in on that. I'm, I'm just I not because I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I just couldn't care less. I hate politics. That's one of the two rules at my bar at the hotel: don't talk politics. Right behind: don't waste liquor.
1: I would tell you that I will do both those things if I want to. I'm the customer.
0: Now I'm cutting you off,
1: and I would it's, tell it's you I need, to, I need to talk to your boss, buddy. I don't, and I don't have I'm one. I don't have sober, one right now. Completely, completely, right now, so, completely so sober, haven't had a drink all day. I I'm free. It's a free country. I can talk about whatever I want in your bar.
0: Oh. horrible. Some people get away with it, but not very often.
1: I I understand people that don't like talking about it, and. I'm also that. That sounds like the worst thing to talk about at a hotel bar, where most likely you're going to be intermingling with strangers. But Scoots, I I just you got to have an opinion on that stuff.
0: I do. I just don't feel the need to share it. You know, I'm. I I don't. I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers, and that's not the reason why. I just. I don't. I don't care. I I don't. But it impacts you. Does it though? I mean, maybe a little bit. Not. Not a lot.
1: I don't know. Maybe more than you. Maybe maybe more than you think.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just I I refuse. I when, whenever you all get into political topics, I will never join in just just for the record.
1: Well, we're we're until Roush comes back, it's going to be nothing but <laughs> extreme right-wing takes.
0: Get ready for TJ's voice, y'all.
1: So, we're going to take a break, <laughs> but what you may you're going to think is that Tucker Carlson when we return, <laughs> but nope, it's just going to be the old sports stalker. All right, this is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Scooter Dingus we will be back
0: after this.
2: So, is your classic you are wrong. will never be, never be anything but loud and mitty gritty, dirty little freaks. Won't you come and come on and raise Just come on and come on and Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Okay, folks, the guy in front of you is Tommy. He'll be taking you through my little spiel here. Tommy is a Scorpio. He likes biking and he's never been laid. What's the matter with Tell that your tie's too wide. Maybe I should buy some tab collars.
1: Welcome so, to national the student debt. little suspicious. President Good. can't just make it disappear, can he? Where'd it go? Welcome back. This is Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Michael. DJ Walker. Nick Roush is finally stumbled back into uh, into where he's supposed to be. So he has joined us. And Justin Kalen is here as well. That was my Tucker Carlson impersonation, fellas. How'd I do?
0: That's pretty good. Spot on.
1: Thank you. Thank wow, you. Wow.
0: I, I
2: thought we got Tucker on the show.
1: Yeah, that would have been a fifty dollar guess for sure. Come on. For sure. Uh and if you by the way, n- neither one of intern Jacob or Justin have have even had a contest have even had a guest to be able to be judged from a financial or monetary standpoint. So, hey, I had,
0: I had Nick Curran. You said you said I'd get paid for that, so
1: want my money. I, I, I want no, my money, I, man. I wasn't there for the Nick Curran interview.
2: Well,
0: Nick Roush was, and that's all that
2: matters. I can confirm it happened, uh, but that's about it. <laughs> what, what was the highlight of that interview? Take me back in time. Um, he told us how good the Reds players are doing that they traded for. I don't remember their names, but they're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roush.
1: Well, you gotta. What's up?
2: What's well, going on? We just. It was a very long business meeting Wednesday night. Very long business meeting. Uh, you know, things spilled into another, but it was. Uh, it was nice. We did get intern Jacob to come out with uh, Drew and it uh, now, and, uh, and uh, I just. It, w- it was one of those things, so essentially, it was, a, it was a long day of football things. We had a nil event, and afterwards, Jacob met us at uh, Chelsea Kilt as like a starting ground. And he just, I I love the innocence of like the youngest kid there couldn't believe that people were paying for his like two beers. So, what? No way? R- really? <laughs> it, 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 it was sweet. And um, the, much to our surprise, when we decided to go out in the town, it was one of those where in my brain, I was thinking like, Oh, you know, you go from here. You you hang out at Tin Roof for an hour or two, and then you just—it's a Wednesday night. You know, you kind of call it a night. Well, school is back in session, so um, every night is a, a big night out. It was karaoke night at uh, Tin Roof, and and both Jacob and I got on stage at various points of the night. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, he sang a, a country music song. Justin, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with it. I don't know. It's 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 uh, it's kind of a big deal in some areas, but not everybody's heard it. It was a song called uh, "Low Places." Go ahead he, and sing.
0: Go ahead and sing it for us. Got
2: something in low places. Uh, that song. He, he did that. I sang uh, "Bill Withers." It was a good time. "Lean <laughs> on Me." Um, had a lot of fun. Got the people clapping their hands. <laughs> we, we we had a good night. out. Jake was very excited to do radio this morning. Uh, couldn't wait and then when I texted him at 6 45 he's like "Ah, you know I got some school stuff I need to do and uh, he doesn't have class till 1 p.m so that's the school stuff
1: okay I mean first off we can make fun of intern Jacob for being too hungover to come on radio and having fun with us not you because you were you as an adult were 30 minutes late to your job So you
0: last two hours.
1: You don't get to make fun of intern Jacob. That being said, that is hilarious. That uh, you intern Jacob, you're 21 years old. You shouldn't be that so hungover that at 6:45 you can't get your butt up and do a little bit of sports talk radio. Roush, I've got my opinion on it. I but I I do have to ask the obvious question: the elephant Mm -hmm. in the room. Mm -hmm. Are you too old to be doing karaoke at Tin Roof in Lexington on a on a Wednesday night? No,
2: no, of course not. You, you, we're we're there to have a little bit of fun. Um, I didn't not, in fact, shut down the board. That's, that's the 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 part where there's a cutoff line, I think. But I mean, Stone Cold Willow was there, so like, I, I, come on, I, that's where I know I'm in a good spot, right? If Stone Cold Willow is there, then it's acceptable for me to be there, right?
1: Yeah, and I, again, I, I've got my own opinions on the matter, but I'll just ask the the basic follow up question to that shouldn't that maybe be your sign that you should not be there, right? That's not – some would maybe question, is that good company to to keep since everybody's like, hey, Stone Cold Willow. You, 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 get, you, you get what maybe somebody would ask that. Not me, of course, but somebody maybe. Well, no, no,
2: ne- never you. Ne- yeah. No, not you at all. But yeah. there's there was also a, like, um, a feeling like, hey, this is a uh, – it's the Cast Our Guys night out. You know, we're just – we're rolling with the punches. Uh, th- how many times am I going to go out on a Lexington on a weeknight as an adult? Maybe once a year, maybe if that. So I was just, uh, embracing all that it had to offer, uh, enjoying some of the finest drinks that John Well ever concocted been a long time since I had one of those. So I had to have more than one. Um, man, really, uh, r- r- really tastes like college still.
1: Yeah. I can't imagine you're feeling
2: Great, no. amazing
1: this morning. All. Yeah. imagine just exhausted, if nothing else. Who you say the KSR crew? Who all was rolling out in Lexington?
2: It was it was uh, Adam Luckett and then uh, Drew, Franklin. Drew Franklin. Wow,
1: so we, uh, wow. the fiance yeah. let Drew get out for Wednesday night.
2: Oh, and uh, and the wives like Luckett and Rash out too. It yeah, was you, uh, guys,
1: you guys were out of town for a work trip.
2: That's true. That's true. And luckily, if you say, was nice enough to let us borrow her couch. The, that was we we crashed on Drew's couch, and I I could st- if if I, I, it was a comfortable couch. Um, it also he 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 had often said, um, yeah, Frederick Douglass is in my backyard. And when my alarm went up, went off. I, I walked to the window, and you can practice in the morning before school at five thirty. Who? Who? What high school kid wants to practice at 5:30 in the morning? And also, shouldn't high school football players that get up every morning at 5:30 to practice? I would have thought that that would win them a state championship by now. Like nobody are else is getting up that early. Like, come are, on, Douglas.
1: Are you throwing shade at Frederick Douglas?
2: No, oh, maybe I am. Maybe I am.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I don't remember. Again, I didn't, of course, play high school football, but I don't remember staying X practicing in the morning. They'd lift in the
2: morning. Oh, it, th- that was a summer thing that was very brief, but nobody practiced. Like, I mean, they you they, they were doing the full practice before school starts, which I assume is like 8 a.m. Pretty crazy. Overall,
1: I, I, I don't think it's as uncommon um, just because sometimes you're sharing gym time and some places it's like, hey, if we can get this hour, let's go ahead and take it and then we can get an hour later on. But, yeah, football, I don't – that is just – it's dark.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you got to turn the lights on. Yeah, it's just it's
1: too dark outside. Okay, uh, and then and, uh, this, is, this is good for content. Again, I'm disappointed that you and intern Jacob took your group message somewhere else. But uh, I, I guess uh, instead of you being late to the radio station, couldn't have either just taken your bags to Drew Franklin's or borrowed Drew Franklin's computer.
2: Well, the big the big thing was is ideally would have had the bag with me, um, but wasn't taking that with me to the bar. And secondly, Drew is also driving to Louisville for radio as we speak. So, hi, Drew. Nice. Uh, I'm glad you're listening. Thanks for thanks for letting me stay at your house. Um, logistics aside, there was a very funny moment of the night that I have. I'm I'm, I'm obligated to share. Which, How much does Drew Franklin's house cost? After taxes?
1: After taxes, of course.
2: Three-year salary. <laughs> what's the
1: What's the funny story?
2: Well, <laughs> I don't know what like I don't know what went through his mind that thought that like you know what Rash would be a good wingman, uh, but there was a there was a group of girls. Uh, you oh, you can boy. envision the tin roof setup in Lexington where they've got the booths uh, kind of in the middle of the bar, if you will. And there was probably four uh, college girls sitting at the end of one of them. And Jacob's like, "Rash, you got to come talk to these girls with me. Like, he's you serious, buddy? He's like, I-, I can't do it by myself. So let's go talk to them. And I'm like, okay. Like, so what are we going to talk to him about? I don't know. She's got a cool hat. And I just immediately started talking to them without any game plan whatsoever. But the moral of the story is that, of course... It would only take, like, I don't know, two or three sentences, even with fun, happy-go-lucky adult Roush, for college girls to be like, why is old man over here talking to me? Old married man. I don't know. Jacob thinking that I could be a good wingman. I, I tried my best, but when was the last time you were a wingman, TJ? Because I, I can't recall. I I, I just can't. It, it's, it's, man, it's been eons.
1: Veteran media member move from Roush. This is, you, it, whew, you're special, buddy. You, you've got it down pat. The old, hey, just in case it looked like maybe I was hitting on some girls in Lexington, I was actually just being a wingman for my good college friend. So don't think that it was weird that you saw this old man talking to these girls. Um, that is rouse. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Did, did they say anything to you? Did they say, like, all right, get away from me old timer
2: well the thing was is uh, it there was a second where I was like actually I think Jacob and I have broken the seal and Jacob's gonna take the wheel and then just run with this conversation and uh, when their attention started turning to be like where are they karaoke in now like looking away it was like very I, I I got out of there as quickly as possible did
1: Jacob end up talking to any ladies?
2: He, he he spoke with that one for a little bit, um, but it, it was not a it was it was not a long conversation. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Real stream
0: some wingman you
2: are. You know what? Uh, the thirty year old can only can only contribute so much to the twenty one year old's game. Uh,
1: I don't remember the last time I would be a quote unquote wingman. Maybe all my friends basically are paired off for the most part, maybe with one exception or two exceptions, but, um, yeah, not in a long time. Yeah. You're not sure how to even besides just like, I don't, I don't know. I think once you get to a certain age, like if you want to go talk to somebody, go talk to them. You don't need somebody to help you go break the ice.
2: Well, and 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 that's the, like, is old man Roush going to be nervous to talk to some 20 year olds? No. What do I, what what am I getting out of this Like, I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> no, zero cares at all. There was a, a couple observations I have from the college board scene, though. Things have gotten, no, granted, it was Wednesday night. Um, but the, um, I don't know, fitness attire, like, I, I don't know the right way to word it, but, like, a lot more casual. Sweatshirts, like, it's it just they, a little bit more casual and um, a lot more vapes. There's not like if you wanted to go outside of a bar to bum a cigarette, you know, good luck. Like that it's 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 vape vape city and uh, like peach we're I just I, I don't understand it. I I don't get it, but that's um that's the the zoomers these days, right? They uh it's how they run. Scoots, you were unmuted. I figured you had
1: something to say.
0: I, I'm just curious. So Ralph intern texted our group chat. And said that this was taking a turn that he would have never thought possible. Was that because of the girls and you were his wingman? Or was there something else?
2: Well, I do think there was like Jacob got to be a part of some fun story time, like the the you know the kind of stories that you don't share on the radio. Uh but I, I I'm not sure exactly where it went other than um the the, the, the John Wall shots part. Uh doing that on a Wednesday night, never ever a good idea
1: what were uh secondly so roush just couldn't bum a sig while drunk last night anywhere in lexington and it really steamed him. so i love that uh, this is this has been just really you, you've really added a, a great a great story great story time to this radio show this morning roush i've really enjoyed every second turning
2: turn back the clock
1: yeah so i uh, there, there's so much. There's so much more to get to, really, with all of this. But uh, you, you were stuck with the vapes.
2: Yeah, now, I, yeah, with COVID, you think I'm gonna bum somebody's vape? They don't. They don't. <laughs> here we go. They don't. Let you <laughs> vape inside, right? No, no, they do not let you vape inside. But um, it's very like they're they're also like if you saw somebody with a vape, it was constantly in their hand. It's a. It's just a very very, very, very different than what we were. When when we pulled up and saw a taco truck on a Wednesday night, at, at a, it was like, oh, so I did not anticipate this would be how things were going tonight. But it's just, um, it's how uh, it's how we roll uh, when we get when we have a good time in Lex Vegas. Am I right, Scoots?
0: I guess I've never partied in Lexington.
2: Need All to right. change it. We're gonna change that. We
0: need
1: yep. to yeah why you, why didn't you invite scoots last night
2: yeah Roush well scoots had to work you know he was busy he didn't have enough time
0: got call it called off sounds like a good time
1: it would be funny to get intern Jacobs side of this girl debacle
2: oh and uh, it, it, oh debacle is a great word for it
1: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's that fun. into the Thornton sex line 414 1450. Uh, if I think of anything else to ask you from from the wild party time in Lexington last night, uh, I will I will bring it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the meantime, Roush, I got a. I was surprised to see this, but twenty four seven Sports they are big time on some Cutter Bully. They mm-hmm. have him as the forty fifth player overall, not the forty fifth best quarterback in the country. The forty fifth best player in the class now of course he's class of 2025 that's a long ways away there's you know there people are just developing for the class of 2025 but high praise for the lexington the lexington christian academy quarterback
2: so for those doing the math 2025 means that he is just a sophomore in high school now i will say uh there are some rumors on the streets tj that he might reclassify and move up a year uh, down the road. So he might only have two years of high school football remaining. But it does go to show you that that's the kind of caliber of player. You know, of course, plenty of things are going to change by the time he finishes high school as far as recruiting ranking goes. But they think highly of him right off the get-go – and I think it's for a pretty good reason. Uh, our guy Zach Gagan was out at his game last Friday, a season opener, and you know, I, up until this point, I just seen some Larue County tape and some uh, some camp stuff, but to see him in a game, really let it loose, he has a lot of the the early tools you want to see in a quarterback. He's he's going to be a big deal for for many years to come, and. I know that if you look back on the last decade of Mark Stoops or so, we had this conversation with uh, when Bo Allen transferred. But there really hasn't been a ton of quarterbacks in this conversation. Gavin Winsick got into it uh, in the final year or so of his recruitment. But to, to debut this high, TJ, that's he, he's going to be a very, very big deal. A highly, highly sought after prospect on the recruiting trail.
1: Yeah, and to have any positional player be in the top 100 in the state is a huge deal for UK's recruiting efforts, let alone you have a player that's in the top 50 right in your own backyard. And then add the caveat that it's the most important position in college football, the quarterback position. This is this is your people will get sick of the cutter bully recruitment. I, I can just already tell you that. Now the interesting thing with this Roush is supposedly he will have no problem leaving the state for his college. Uh, according to a very thorough message board thread on House of Blue, he Clemson is a team to watch. Ohio State is a team to watch. And he will have, uh, I guess, his sister left to go play at Oregon for women's basketball and then transferred to Notre Dame. And uh, I think maybe like another brother or something played baseball somewhere out of the state. Supposedly just has no – and I think he was from E-Town and moved to Lexington. I could be wrong about that.
2: Yeah, it was – yeah, LaRue County, Yep.
1: Basically, you had people say, don't think just because he's in Lexington that he's a lock for the Cats.
2: Which is fair, and that's what you should think when there's a top 50 prospect. I don't think you can ever assume anything's a lock. Um, now, I uh, the, the reason why I had my night of Tom Foolery last night is because I went to uh, an event. It was uh, that Athlete Advantage put on with uh, Paul Miller Ford, and it was like, here's our new Will Levis commercial. Uh, the Will Levis commercial, by the way, when you see it, you're gonna be like, actually, this is this is pretty awesome. But the big reason for that event was to say, hey, everybody who's got deep pockets, like we're open for business. We need you We need you to get on the nil game. Uh, it it kind of goes back to Stoops' pleas earlier. And um, I think that can be directly tied back into this Cutter bully conversation because that's that's going if that's if you think it's prevalent now, wait until three years from now or two years from now or whenever he's going to be coming out of high school. That's it's going to play a role. Um, you have to have your ducks in a row. Um, so. Mill folks, go get your ducks in a row over at the University of Kentucky.
1: Yeah, they've they've got a few years to. Well, I mean, you want to you want to get those ducks in a row immediately and have them in a row right now, but. Yeah, it's it's going to be, that's probably going to be a wild recruitment, everybody. And people that were able to see him in game one were impressed by him. And you're only, the hype train's only going to keep growing. More steam around the Cutter Bully recruitment. Hopefully he goes yeah. to
2: Kentucky. Really, that would be ideal. Uh, you, and if TJ, if there is a, um, Kentucky can do the transfer portal thing for a while. A lot easier if you can have a top 50 quarterback playing high school football down the road from you. A lot easier.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt about it. Who knows who UK's offensive coordinator would be at that time? Uh, hopefully, Stoops is still leading the program and UK's got its momentum moving forward. But that's uh, that's going to be something that, that people are, will be talking about for years and years in this state. So get familiar with the name. He is uh, considered one of the best players in his class.
2: One person who's important in this recruitment is Scott Woodward, uh, the UK wide receivers coach, because Bowie's seven-on-seven seven team is they're out of like – he, he, he plays with a bunch of kids from Middle Tennessee, and that's where Woodward's been recruiting. He's recruiting the wide receivers on his team, and I think the – the assumption we're all operating under, after Rich Cangarello said, you know, Stoop said, we've got, we've got two years. I'm getting years out of you, Rich. I think a lot of the, it's to tee up for Woodward to fill in his shoes. So if Woodward is on his P's and Q's, then if, if all goes according to plan, he can play a significant role in the recruitment of Cutter Bowley. Okay.
1: Let's hope that's the, the case. Let's hope that the blueprint happens the way they, they figure. All right. We're going to end hour one. I was going to maybe read a few texts. But we'll just get a jump on the end of the first hour. Come back early. Hour number two. We'll read texts. We'll get into some other football news. I, I don't know if there's much basketball to talk about today, but we'll we'll see. Always basketball recruiting that we could get to, I'm sure, don't go anywhere. Kentucky Roll Call rolls along. Hour number two coming up next.
2: Oh, yeah. right oh, Justin Now
1: that the boys are here again.
2: Over? You say
0: over? I ain't heard no family!
2: Welcome back for hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
2: With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Hour number
1: 2, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio.
2: Justin,
1: Kalen. Kentucky roll call. We go seven to nine Monday through Friday. Replay of the show nine to eleven. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you texting into the Thornton's text line. You'll appreciate some tacos from Salsaritas on this Thursday. It's going to be a beautiful day. Go sit out on their patio in Middletown. Their location with a drive through on Shelbyville Road or a covered patio. And St. Matthew's, their interior is super nice too. But enjoy this weather. Get outside, get to a Salserita's, get you some tacos, get a burrito, get a quesadilla, get some nachos, spicy, spicy salsa, delicious queso, and wildly addictive chips. Salsa's so good, by the way, they even put it in their name. Check them out today. Download the app, save you some time, save you some money. We love Salsaritas. And by the way, Salsaritas hiring. So if you know anybody back to school looking for a part-time job, awesome work environment, don't have to work late nights, and good pay. And you get a munch on chips all day. Mm. What more can you say? Have you at Salseritas today? 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Roush, I thought we'd get into the text line because it's going to bring up several different topics I have written down to talk about today.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Well, let's do that. Let's head on over. Through the Thornton's text line, head on over to Thornton's. I, I could use a stop at Thornton's, that fresh hot coffee. Re- really, really need it today.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, texter says, this is a great text to kick things off. $36 is horrible fantasy money, Scoot. No wonder you have interest staying on leagues like that.
0: I mean, you asked if it was decent money. I said it was decent money.
1: Now, of course, that's- I've got my own opinion on such matters, but I think some people would say is that is that solid money? $36.
0: I mean, if you win, it's it's not to uh, get in, no. That's Dude, I think that's-,
1: that's kind of a well but again, you all pay out point you all can't you can't do point weekly point winners for a $36 buy-in.
0: But uh, it's thirty-seven. Actually, I forgot about the extra week.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because if you are doing weekly points, wh- what does your champion end up getting? Like, if you win your championship, what is your dollar amount that you get for winning that game?
0: Uh, maybe two hundred.
1: Just so, uh, don't know where maybe... all this place coming from.
0: Does second place get anything? Uh, they may get like forty. I don't know. I've never gotten first or second, so I couldn't tell you definitively. <laughs> you take so it's ten. It's
1: ten dollars or it's eleven dollars each week for points. Correct. And I guess there's like thirteen weeks technically. So you get, uh, so we you go know, through, we go know, up
0: through the playoffs too. Doing that
1: weekly points. I, I like I like Correct. that. That's a yeah. Our, we do weekly points for our league, but we do not do it for the playoffs. But I still think we probably should keep everybody involved, keep everybody interested. So that's a, I, like, I like that you're doing that. Uh, but yeah, so hey, Texer's $37. Get it right. Suck it. Texer says, Sam Gamgee did not help Frodo take the ring all the way to Mordor to destroy... Saran and save Middle Earth, only to be recognized as Doug from Fifty First Dates and Bob from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good text into the show. Uh, that is that is funny. Uh, what else was he? Uh, the Fifty First Dates reference was a good one. Scoots, good good on you for that.
2: That's all I could think about.
1: Man, he took steroids.
2: Yeah, he did. Performance enhancing drugs.
1: Unknowingly, though.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah. If you look up Sean Astin, do you know? Uh, ooh, this is a big movie he was also in, uh, The Goonies.
1: Oh yeah, it's a good Child movie. actor.
2: Yeah, great movie.
1: Justin acting like he's being forced to do NFL fantasy is absolutely hilarious.
0: I'm not being forced, not at all. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of over it. For being honest.
2: Oh man. That is, that I just, is relatable.
1: I don't know. I just like NFL Sundays. It, it, watching is so much more enjoyable when you have a fantasy player that's going off. Somebody's playing well. It just makes random games. It gives you something. It gives you something to root for. And I feel like if I didn't have that, then – I mean, you can always bet on them, I guess, and that you know, now that betting's so much more accessible. Because when you got into fantasy football, the only place you were making bets was in Vegas. And now it's more accessible. It's easier to do. So maybe that helps it a little bit. But there's nothing like turning on a game and seeing your running back score his, like, second or third touchdown of the game and you being able to text your group message and just, you know, really rub it in your buddy's face. That's and, good and, fun. That's what it's all about. That's true.
2: My thing is, is like if I had one guy playing in a Thursday night football game, I can still fall asleep during that. You know what I mean? But if I have a small wager on it, I'm probably not going to fall asleep until I am pretty sure what the outcome is going to be. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't – maybe that might be different if I was in a higher profile league, but I I don't think that's the case. Like cheering for a side to win a bet – is going to get me more interested than cheering for one guy to make plays for a fantasy thing.
1: But some may say, "Why not Bofa?"
2: Oh, we do like Bofa at Kentucky Roll Call.
1: We really do. We really do. No, I agree with that. I don't. I don't disagree with that sentiment. I do think betting changes things and I and, and at some point you know it, fantasy football if it's just not for you it's not for you but it, it is fun just having a game and, and being like oh wait that's my player or on the flip side of it like watching just a random game and being like oh no I'm going against that dude and you just know that like your week's over by the one o'clock like by by two o'clock on Sunday this your opponent already has x amount of points from some player and you just know you're already toast uh, th- th- that's fun. I can't wait to get back into that. We're so close. We'll get there before you know it. A texter says the left. Yeah, yeah. I probably should be careful of just like broad, broad phrases. The right, the left.
2: To the left, to the left. Shake it all right. about. To do the, the right.
1: hokey pokey. A slide. A slide, I noticed that Kentucky spread is down to giving oh. eighteen. They're eighteen point favorites against Miami. I feel like it was twenty and a half a week ago. Do you think Kentucky covers?
2: I um I was informed of this line movement yesterday, and uh, if it gets down to seventeen, then you've got to hammer that, right?
1: Yeah, I don't I I don't know. I've seen some people be like this Miami team. I think they they could they could surprise Kentucky. They they shouldn't. They they really shouldn't. I mean, Kentucky is significantly better. It's a night game, you know. Kentucky's going to be juiced up. I, I'm not so worried about Kentucky coming out slow, although soup teams do have a history of doing that. I, I like Kentucky to cover, and that the num- if the number keeps wanting to head Miami's way, fine by me.
2: Uh, I also saw a stat recently about Kentucky first half spread. It has been really good as of late, so that's a Ooh. that's another way to to work around that. Uh,
1: yeah, and that you know that would be around like nine. Somewhere in that ballpark, most likely. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I think it was I think it was the Barstool betting account or something, but Kentucky's one of the top five teams in the first half spread over the last few years. So just uh, some something to uh consider when you're when you're looking at your opening week wagers.
1: Uh Texters on the Thornton's text line. We love Thornton's. I hope this doesn't come off as political because to me it isn't. The cultural the culture war stuff is what keeps people in power, in power. The reality is 95% of this country is working class and we're represented by the top end of the 1% who only cares about their own interests. The culture war just helps divide us and keep those people in power. Yeah, I, I, I a 1%. I, I agree with that. We all so. have much more in common than we have. A difference. different. That, that's different. Of which is different.
2: Dif- di- different. different.
1: Scoots blaring some Eric Church today. Give me a come on. Come on. There we go. There we go. The people loving Scoots music. That's why we had to move on from Trevor, and Scoots has been delivering. Most Thoughts- of the time. Most of the time. Thoughts on this list. I personally think McGinnis needs to be number one because that list doesn't happen without his consistent field goals and multiple games won. All right, this is what we had written down. This is what we wanted to talk about. The KSR top 10 players in the Mark Stoops era. Roush, what do you have to say for yourself, buddy?
2: Pretty proud of the list. I, I thought it actually turned out to be pretty good, even especially when I tallied up some, uh, some polls because of, like there, there are a few where I'm like, wah, 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 wah. like really. But it, when you put them all together, it it makes a good average. And uh, I, I think that that, I think it turned out uh, about how like I wanted to see. I wasn't sure where some of the current guys would fall um, because I personally did not include either Chris Rodriguez or, uh, or uh, Will Evans in this one. Chris probably deserves it. I mean, he certainly deserves it more than Will does to this point. But I, I think it's a pretty solid list. And to the textures point about, oh, well, McGinnis needs to be number one because of his impact. And it's like, well, I also made like a impact player's list. I, I forgot exactly how I phrased it. But just based on his play and his clutchness, he deserves to be top 10, but not near the top of the list. Like Josh Allen – received every first-place vote in our poll, and rightfully so, he's going to be a college football Hall of Famer. He was that outstanding throughout his career, and in particular in his final season as National Defensive Player of the Year. The thing is, with the McGinnis conversation, TJ, that I I, I was intrigued by, is that there were two people who had no McGinnis but a Max Duffy on their list, but there were six people who had no Max Duffy but Austin McGinnis. And I, I get Max was the punter of the year. He was the Ray Guy Award winner, but also how much I mean, he helped in that 2019 season. But he didn't win games and score points like Austin McGinnis did. So it was it was a fun exercise. I thought it was fascinating where things um, shook out. But all in all, I, I didn't. I wasn't completely surprised by by anything in there. Uh, the, there was not one thing where I was just like, I can't believe they would put so and so here. It all it all kind of shook out how uh, generally how I thought it would.
1: Yeah, for the most part, I don't have I don't think anything's totally wild or out of control with the list. Uh, I I do with one with maybe one exception. I do think Lynn Bowden would absolutely have to be ahead of Benny Snell, yeah. and while. You know, in lists like this, different criteria matters to different voters and how they're going to do their own rankings. And again, from a numbers standpoint, Benny Snell, it's, it's tough to keep him. Uh, tough, to, tough to move him down too low with the numbers that he had. But what Lynn Bowden was able to do in one season and save UK's momentum, there was maybe only a handful of college football players in the country that would be able to do the things that he did for that year. And how lucky was Kentucky that UK just had one of them? He was, he was one of the few people in the country where you could say like, Hey, scratch the offense. We're, we're starting over here. You're going to be the quarterback. You may throw a time or two quite literally, but we're just going to be running you and doing some option with you. And you're going to be handing it off. Cause we got a great offensive line and we've got a great running back and we're just, you're the show. Only a handful of people in college football that season would have been able to do what Lynn Bowden was asked to do. And he did it. In the toughest football conference in America, he wins the Paul Horning Award for most versatile player in college football. Uh, I think he – I would have – I think you can make a strong case for him being number one, but I definitely think number two behind Josh Allen is, is probably where he belonged. But if he's only one spot back, you really can't get too worked up about it. So I do think the list is solid.
2: Yeah, and I I actually think that Chris Rodriguez helps his argument because, I mean, barring the suspension stuff for this year, um, I mean, he was in position to break the record that Benny just set. Like, there have been some great running backs, but there haven't, there aren't people that have done what Len's done at all on the football field. Like, not only did he do the quarterback thing, but he was pretty awesome in his own right in 2018. He had a huge touchdown catch at Florida. He returned the punt. I think he had in that game against Missouri when he returned the punt for a score, he subbed himself in. I think he had something like 150 receiving yards in that game as well. Um, And then he he returned another punt for a touchdown in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, Oh, Texas A&M too. That offense did nothing the entire day except for a Lynn Bowden jet sweep that just went to the house for 40-some-odd yards. Yeah. Lynn Bowden is – So and and that's what like how Josh Allen is, where like on third downs, you just you could just watch number 41 and it was a spectacle because he did things that you had never seen on the football field. And that's that's where Lim Bowden is. Now, in generally speaking, those top three should separate themselves. And that that was the case. Those three were head and shoulders above every other player on that list. And really, Wandale was only four just because everybody had him, like, in the middle of the road. And it it, it didn't vary quite like some of the other players did, where some people would put Bud Dupree at third or fourth, others would have him at eighth. Um, Wandale is one season. It's hard to be a one-and-done in in football and be as awesome, but when you break air raid records like Wandale did, you deserve to be near the top of that list.
1: Yeah, and that's a, that's another thing. Again, different criteria for different folks. I think Wandell's one season at UK was better than any one season that Benny Snell had at UK. So, if that's your criteria, you could have Wandell ahead of Benny Snell. I'd have no issue with it. Now, if you're going over the course of, again, it's just different different strokes for different folks. But um, right, I, I would probably also have Wandell ahead of Benny. And it's not Benny was awesome. How could you not love Benny? Benny and Badette. we were rocking and rolling. The Cats were back, baby, and everybody was just loving and living life. But I think if there's one thing that we've seen in the Mark Stoops era, it's that running backs can succeed. Doesn't matter who the co- coordinator is. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Boom had his time. Benny had his time. Chris Rodriguez has been great. I mean, even in small sample sizes, Cavassier Smoke has looked solid. Uh, JoJo Kim. One Kentucky a game. So, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I, you just you, you don't value running backs as much just because there's been several that have had success. I'm speaking personally. But so I, I think I'd probably drop Benny just a little bit. But still, again, if you, he's got the numbers to back up. You could put, you could have Benny at number one. I disagree with it, but he'd have the numbers where somebody could value. Yeah.
2: Him. Yeah. Like his, his touchdown numbers, uh, he has the rushing touchdown record. Like double of whoever's in second, I think he's at like thirty-two, and the other one person was sixteen. It's something ridiculous like that. The, the amount of touchdowns he scored while he was at Kentucky. Um, so, I, and I, and I think in general it was a good. It was a good first ten. the The hard part was cutting it down to ten because I think there's a solid next five in there. The thing is, of all of the the next five, there weren't a lot of. A lot of former players were, like, chirping about this list, too, which I was amused by. It's like, well, you guys are good. Like who? Come on.
1: Let's hear some names.
2: Wani Johnson was one that I thought was funny. It's like, Wani, I don't think you got an interception until your last game at Kentucky. Like, you were a good player, but I might even pick Beatty over you. Like, Bossman, Fat had more interceptions in nine games than you did in two years. Like. No, we're not gonna vote you as a top ten player.
1: Yeah, no, he, he shouldn't be in the top ten, but that's that's funny. Uh and it's again credit to Mark Stoops for having this caliber of of candidates on the list. I mean, these are these are great players. Several of them have, have done some nice things in the NFL at the next level. I'm sure several more will once they're given time to to do such. It it, it really is a good list. Scoots as an outsider what do you what do you think about it who who do you think's too low who do you think's too high who would you have at number 1
0: um who i mean that's tough i i agree with josh allen at number 1 um just cuz he made the biggest impact he really you could argue that he was the guy that got the ball rolling with the football program headed in the right direction um he was a major piece of that um wandale where was he Fourth, fourth. I I agree with that. I mean, it was only one season, but like you said, TJ was an explosive season, and his one season was a lot better than anybody else's individual seasons that they had throughout their career. So no, I'm, I mean, I agree. I don't. I'm obviously not educated enough on Kentucky football and the history um, to speak fully on it, but I'm I, looking at it. It just, it seems fine.
1: I you have to be a historian, just an opinion. But uh, middle of the road takes scoots. Strikes again.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm here for, baby.
1: A texter on the Thornton's text line says uh, brings up Max Duffy's list. Roush, mm. we need a we we need a rebuttal here. You need to fire away. Trevor, I got an opinion on this one. Trevor was ripping on you yesterday too. He just takes pot shots at you. It's sad to see.
2: It really is, but you know what? I'm glad that I was at the bottom of the horniest media members list.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
2: Wait, is, is that is that not what it was?
1: Wow. Was that actually what it was?
0: Putting Larry Vod at the top of that? Wow.
1: <laughs> now everybody everybody runs back to it. To...
0: My, Michael Bennett,
2: number oh, three? No, top ten media member. Sorry. He, he's like, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <Uh-oh. laughs>
0: I love that he's got Ryan Limond on there, number seven, and then pre-K. Sorry. pre-K. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh boy, yeah. So you're the worst, Roush, according to Max Duffy.
2: Oh no, even Brent beat me. I mean, that's that's tough. It's a real uh, tough.
1: Yeah, Stone Cold Willow made the list. That's the so he, he gets mentioned on the show again for a second time. I didn't not. think Stone Cold Willow was a medium. <laughs>
2: Two mentions on a random Thursday, in August.
1: Lottie getting some love. You gotta love that.
2: Hey, all pub is good pub, baby. It's just more bulletin board material for me. Just gotta just keep on keeping on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, top ten media members and the worst gives you something to work on. A bar to uh, you know, a bar that maybe when he does his updating rankings, you won't be there at the worst spot. It
0: Are would these... have been
2: very funny if he put himself on the list too.
0: Are these all still media members?
2: No, no. Like one of them was a KSR caller back in the day. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because I was
0: like, I don't know six of these guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, and I think that was the point. Um, Another that was
1: funny. Another texter says, "Is a hundred and forty dollars too much for this UK shirt?" I'm looking at. Yes, it's it's, it's pretty badass. First off, this I just need. I, we say this as everybody. We all love each other. We're all friends here. Everybody. The dollar sign goes before the amount. Before right. the amount. Before the it. amount.
2: That's he how it, it like was that. in here. Yeah.
1: I changed it for him just for the tech. For- oh,
2: okay. What a guy. Yeah. Wait, who would put a dollar sign? Everybody in- does
1: it. You, it's all like it. Everybody does it. People that I know that like had great educations. People that have no educations. People that had solid education. Everybody gets it wrong. It seems like
2: dollar this sign the amount.
1: Because people think they think, all right, $36, $36, that's how it reads. <laughs> no, we get it. You put the dollar out in front, though. Just need people to know that. Also, make sure everybody uses their turn signals. That's another I can't,
2: thing. I can't imagine spending $140 on a shirt.
0: You know, where's it coming from, Fendi?
2: I mean, even uh, like jerseys don't cost that much. Authentic, off-the-rack jerseys. I, I Never in my wildest dreams would I spend $140 on a piece of clothing that isn't a suit or some sort of maybe if it was like a special throwback. I I I, I still am finding a hard time to justify, but I'm also a cheap ass when it comes to clothes. So I'll, you might be talking to the wrong person. I'll,
1: I'll also, uh, this person did actually have the dollar sign on the right amount. So somebody else that I did it for whenever that was maybe it was earlier in the show today or yesterday because i recently had to do it for somebody so apologies to that texter uh secondly i don't think you actually sent in what the shirt looked like so
2: we don't we don't know i can't tell you because i can't see what the shirt looks like wouldn't It, it be funny if it was uh an ed hardy kind of shirt except instead of rhinestones or no not except rhinestones but like Think an Ed Hardy pattern, but like UK stuff, just all over the place, like a wildcat paw and UK logos, even with the birds doing it sideways. Uh, I, that's what I see this shirt being. Yeah, like a Dan Flashes
1: UK special shirt. I've yeah,
2: that. I mean more so than Dan Flashes too, though. Like really rhinestone and just over the top. Something that somebody with UK cowboy boots would wear.
1: Man. I know this is uh, this is cheesy to say, but it's true, and we all feel it. But like, you know, getting getting that getting it waking up on Saturday morning and being like, "Oh man, get to be at the Krog today. What am I gonna wear?" That's that's another fun little part of game day is is what you're gonna throw on. Usually, just ends up being like a shirt and some you know khakis or something like that. You don't get you too mean,
0: crazy with it, but you all, you all don't have your mom pick out your game day outfits too. <laughs> don't you have to wear like stupid candy
1: stripe stuff As an IU fan isn't that in the bylaws
0: Not for football Oh okay You, you can if you want for football But you kind of look like a doofus if you do it for football
2: Oh okay. just if you would do it for football
0: Yeah if you do it for basketball you look cool To who To every other one that's there oh. Suck it guys Y'all aren't Hoosiers you don't know You don't understand the tradition We know, oh, no. that, we Suck know it. that It looks silly no, it looks great. It's awesome.
1: Awesome to not go to the final four in. Oh. <laughs> Here's a question that doesn't have to be political, but people make political. Why is Bill Gates now the largest farmland owner in America? Surely you've heard about this. Oh yeah, buying up all the farmland.
2: Smart. People, people were developing everything. Got to, got to save our farms. I saw. Um... I did see an op-ed the other day it's in the Herald from from uh, Wendell Berry because Angel's Envy is trying to put a distillery in Henry County, and the folks there are very upset about it. They they're they're not having it. Why are they so upset about it? Because uh, the the zoning would be industrial zoning, and they're wanting to buy it up in between like cattle farms and not only would it take away from like the quaint land, but apparently, uh, and, and I, I'm, I'm sure there are bourbon people listening to this that have many more facts than the two articles I read, but, uh, apparently whiskey, I think they call it whiskey mold, but it's black, black mold from, uh, the fermenting barrels is, uh, is apparently a nuisance. And, Folks that live nearby don't want to be around it. Which I can kind of get.
1: Yeah. I like I I love Henry County, Newcastle, Eminence, Campbellsburg, where I don't go all that often. Great place. Good folks. I don't see the harm. It looks like it'd be cool. G- give people more of a reason to get out and see old Henry County. All right, ah. let's take let's take our last break. You can add you, you send us off, Rouse. You can add what you're gonna add and just take us on out of here.
2: I get maybe not wanting to live next door to it, but in general, 25 rick houses, probably good for the overall economy of Henry County, but you know, hey, to each their own, if you want to farm, if you, if you got a neighbor coming in, you should have a, a right to say, hey, let's not change the zoning, let's, let's you got to fight for your right to party, Henry County, you keep doing that.
1: You keep doing it. All right, we'll be back. One final segment. We'll finish up the Thornton's text line. Long way to go on that per usual. This is Kentucky Roll Call I'm Big X
2: Sports. Roll Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Check out the name tag.
0: You're in my world now, Grandma.
1: Ralph, have you paid your respects to Freddie Farm Bureau yet?
2: I, I have not. Uh, you know me; I'm a big Kentucky State Fair fan, but I actually have not not been to the fair yet. Okay, you better get you better get out there. Ralph, bad
0: of- news. Oh, okay. Pretty sure so we bad. missed John Michael Montgomery.
2: We did. We did. Gosh that was dang it! Right? Yeah. Oh, I'm
0: so upset.
1: Tonight, well, it's just like you all never missed them at all. <laughs> yeah, the fair, going on, rocking and rolling. Uh, ham,
2: it's a ham ham breakfast. wonder how much they're going to sell that ham for this year.
1: Oh, also, oh. when I was, I'll, I'll make this story shorter than it needs, than, than it has to be, but uh, when I was coming home from the bachelor party, I was on 65, and, you know, like getting on the waters in the east, generally pretty backed up zipper merging google it that's what everybody should be doing where you go up to the front and people just merge on over so i'm doing that cutting the line and then i noticed the semis kind of doing something similar i end up deferring to the semi it's a longer story for how it happened but i realized like oh i'm not going to be able to get over no big deal because i know shortcut A.K.A. the shortcut is you just get off at the fairgrounds exit, and then you just do the old loop-de-loop, and then you're right back on the Waterson East. Sometimes it can save you time from waiting in the back of the line on 65 to get over to the Waterson. Very Louisville-specific traffic conversation. But anyways, stupid me, thinking that I had it all figured out, fair traffic on Saturday. Mm. And holy smokes, I got stuck in it. And then I wasn't able to even turn out of it. So I was stuck going into the line. And then sure enough, I get in the longest line and I'm waiting forever. Super embarrassing mistake. And I get up there and I'm like, I'm so embarrassed at this point. I'll pay the $10 for parking just so I don't have to like make a scene. But I was, oh. you know, I'm gonna, but I'm going to bring it up to the lady and just see if like they let me go. And I was just like, I actually, really embarrassing, but I accidentally got stuck in this line and I need, I need to turn around. I'm not going to the fair. And she was like, oh, you, 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 we need to turn around. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to turn around. And she was like, Jeannie, we got to turn around. Stop all lanes. So they have to like, they have to go through, they have to like yell down to every station.
2: Oh
1: no. Don't let anybody through. So I could like, you know, cut in front of all the traffic and just turn around right there at the entrance. They had a little turnaround area. It was very nice of them, but super embarrassing and humiliating for me.
2: I can't believe you would actually share that story with the public, too. That's so embarrassing.
1: Yeah, but we're all friends here.
2: We are all friends.
1: hmm Um I got a friendly promo code at Shady Shady Rays if you're interested in that sort of deal.
2: Is it Big X?
1: It is. It's Big X. Polarized Sunglasses, Shadyrays.com. you name it they've got it including the little blue lenses if you're staring at computer screens all day that can really really help they've got a nice collection of those that i've been checking out do not forget that if you get your pair you don't like them it's not what you're looking for you can send it back within 30 days you will get your money back no questions asked no problems it's that easy i love the replacement pair guarantee even after 30 days even after a few months you step on your sunglasses, you break them, you lose them. You just want another pair. You can go through, you click a link on the on their webpage. It says, do you want to renew your order? You say yes. Very small processing fee for them getting the new order to you. Boom, your same order just replaced to you. It's a genius business model, and it's why people love Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com, more bang for your buck, quality sunglasses, in the world's biggest selection, at least according to me. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty 1450 is the Thornton's text line. You want to keep rolling along?
2: Let's keep rolling along. I always like thinking of names during the early Stoops era that came and went. Names like Eric Corum, mm. Bradley Dale Pevedo. Oh, that's a fun one. Who was notorious for running fake kicks at UK and LSU. And, of course, DJ Silver. Whatever happened to that DJ seemed like a good lad. Well, we, we also just recently... I I thought of him because uh, DJ Warren Peace announced that he's piecing out of being the official DJ of UK Athletics. What? Yeah, yeah. He threw that on uh, social media within the last week or so. So you're telling me there's an opening? There's an opening, so maybe DJ Scootin' Dingus? No. Not, Not a DJ? I mean, you are a...
0: I I couldn't handle it, Roush. I I mean, I catch enough heat on our my music selections here. Can imagine a game day with thousands of people.
1: You've been praised. I don't remember DJ Silver.
2: Yeah, he would. He like mixes up country and rap. Like uh, that—that's his kind of claim to fame. Eric Quorum,
1: he spoke with me. Like he, you know, he talked with media. The so media just like glowed about him, raved about him, hey, changing the game. This is the future. The future. It's now. And then that ended up being a bust. Bradley Dale Pivato. what I remember from him was, uh, I think Kyle Tucker still quotes the story of, if Supes tells you to dye your Easter eggs, you dye your Easter eggs. You remember that, Ralph?
2: Oh, that was great. That was great. That quote you
1: saw everywhere. Uh, some other names you just ran. You remember uh, Josh Clemens
2: and his ginormous biceps? Oh my god, yeah, there's a and blast from the past. That is, and he ended up at what like Jackson State or something like that, yeah. He, so, like 23 he, just, or he just kept getting hurt and hurt and hurt yeah. and
1: hurt. That dude was ginormous, though. Uh, people often forget about Ryan Timmons. People remember Ryan Timmons,
2: yeah. The um. It, it was fun at the luncheon yesterday, and I'm I'm very anxious. I, I tried to ask when they're going to roll it out. Um, I was like, you all going to wait till Stoops wins two more before you put it on there? But they had a UK, like Kentucky Wildcats TV highlight video of every single Mark Stoops win, and that is a blast from the past. Like AJ Stamps. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that interception. That, yeah, the Javis Blue one-handed catch, too. That was awesome. Former Packer, great. Javis Blue. People do forget that, but it was it was also kind of cool. Like Boom Williams was for highlight on win number four, and then you get later on, and it's like, oh no, these are full seasons. You aren't just jumping years at a time in a couple plays.
1: Mm, yeah, that's 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 a good point. Well, yeah, I look forward to seeing that. And then shout out to Cooper Van Tatenhove. Who made a video that I tweeted out yesterday? Quote tweeted his. Uh, he made just a UK fan video, and if that doesn't get you pumped up for the season, nothing will. That is a must-watch for UK football fans. Uh, even a non-football UK football fan probably still would get you pumped up. That was a really well-done video, Cooper. Way to go!
2: I um, I need to confirm this, but somebody told me that. So somebody told me that right after UK released the hype video, South Carolina released one that was very similar with the same music. Now, this could have just been a TikToker who was trying to stir something up, but i that that's my job for the day is investigating that. Well, the
1: fan video, same music, or the one like that
2: it was, you- Like it was an official one.
1: Okay. Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah. Oh. A
1: texter says Jack Pilgrim had Mike Edwards over Lynn Bowden. You guys know where to send them to the Hague with Jack Pilgrim.
2: Jack's also buddies with Mike. Like he he's known Mike Edwards since they were both in high school. So you know, I get goose in the poll a little bit though.
1: A lot of Vito Tisdale and Mike Edwards, wouldn't you say?
2: A lot of Vito Tisdale and Mike Edwards. Some people call him. The Kentucky Badger. Oh, a, lot of, a lot of people do, actually, now that you mention that.
1: A texter says, JK, I'm 31, and the Velcro remote trick was the first time I saw the transformation into my father.
0: Oh, my gosh. People actually do that? That's hilarious. I thought that was just a commercial bit.
1: Ross, talked about how we need bigger remote controls in our society. <laughs>
2: Well, I agree that is a very bad thing to.
1: <laughs> they're they're way too small. Uh, Texture says, Roush, what's your confidence level, one to ten, for Wally at the left tackle spot?
2: Excuse me. Oh, wow, oh. frog in my throat. Oh my god. Sorry about that.
1: Hit during the show.
2: <laughs> Just ripping, ripping vapes now. The kids got me on them. <laughs> uh, the uh, the thing that was kind of going to practice yesterday, they did not let us in for very long. It was a very very much a go in for the individuals. You can take some video and go, but just seeing a red shirt freshman and a true freshman being your start left tackle spot is a little startling. Um, that being said, though, he does have the pedigree. His family is full of offensive linemen. He's got the athleticism for it. He need, you know, uh, as much as we talk about Keontae Gooden, when needing reps, he needs reps as well. If I had to put a number on it, uh, if ten, um, confident one, I'm super duper concerned. I'm gonna put it at like five point six, and it's mostly just because I, I I like the kid. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. Because um, really, it's kind of you just you just don't know right now. It's kind of a toss up, but I I think there's a lot there long term to like. Uh, but we'll we'll see what he can roll out in the short term this fall. It's 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 really anybody's guess at this point because there's there's a lot of an experience there at that left tackle.
1: An honest answer from Roush, but not maybe the one that we were all hoping for.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, if there's going to be uncertainty, it, that that's where the uncertainty is. It's at that position, N- none more so anywhere else. A texter, our friend Robert. Hope you had a great
1: birthday, Robert. I had Hulu TV and absolutely hated it. I'd be watching a game and getting messages about plays that were happening well before I ever saw them. Football, for example, my buddies would text touchdowns and it wouldn't happen on my TV for nearly two to three plays. And don't say it's my Wi-Fi or internet. That wasn't the reason. I switched back to cable that next August. Streaming is just cable now without the added convenience of everything being in one place. Well, Robert, could it have been your internet for why you were so delayed on that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been the internet.
1: If you just would have unplugged the internet and waited maybe, I don't know, two to three seconds, plug it back in, you, you would have it down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, check, check the Wi-Fi, Robert. Made sure that was all good to go.
1: I will say that is an issue. You're generally behind, like, real cable on streams. Even It's not that bad, though. It's not two to three plays bad for most people, but, it, I mean, it can be, like, you refresh Twitter like, for basketball, you definitely could be a bucket behind.
2: Yeah, or multiple. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And football definitely.
1: play behind, certainly not the most. Like, you know, that can happen. Usually just be a couple seconds. But in basketball, that could, you know, you're it's I generally sometimes will stay off my phone if I'm just watching at home because I would get spoilers.
2: Hulu in general, though, least user-friendly streaming service of them all. Hulu. Yeah, very Like you're fast forward and rewind, or like if you miss something, you can't just easily go about it. it sucks. I, I hate trying to navigate Hulu. A texter on the Thornton's text line,
1: uh, not just a texter, VIP texter. Big Blue Drew here, team no coffee. If Big Blue sure. Drew can do it with no coffee with having eight kids, then I then I can do it. With so way to go, Big Blue Drew. You're an
2: inspiration for us all. Thoughts and prayers to Big Blue Drew. I, I don't know how you can live with yourself for forgetting to take out the trash. That's that's tough. Tough for dads everywhere. We're all hurting for you.
1: Man, in our neighborhood, I, I, I think there's just either people that don't know that recycling comes every other week or they just they they can't remember which week is the recycling week. It's the same people who put out the recycling every single week. And I I, I don't know. I don't know if they just forget or, or aren't sure. So big blue drew, you're in, you're in good company, um, but that is that is always a bad feeling. Knowing like, oh no, I hope I hope I can fit all the trash over the next week. I'm sure it worked out okay for you, big blue drew.
2: You got this. More people should be like scoots. Keep a lot of your opinions to your damn self and just be a decent person. What was uh, yeah? What's the thing from Hamilton? Uh, uh, it's like uh, talk less, smile more. Don't let them know what you're fighting for. Oh, I just pulled that one out. Right? Isn't that right? Yeah, that's right.
1: I I think the line is don't let them know what you're against or what you're for. There we go. I was close. But secondly, I do agree. Definitely everybody should just be a decent person. But I, I do. I don't like. I, I don't love like the end all be all. This is off limits. Nothing should be off limits amongst respectful adults having a conversation. That being said, I don't like. Good on Scooch for being able to just be like, "Hey, eh, I I don't care. I you know my opinion and your opinion it doesn't matter to me." And I think that's perfectly okay if people have that mindset too. What I don't like though is when people are like, "We are not talking about this." Like, well, who the who who are you? If me and this person next to me want to talk about it, we could definitely talk about it. Like, I, you know, just because you can't handle the emotions of the conversation doesn't mean other people can't.
2: But you can't handle the truth.
1: Scoots has a good outlook on that sort of stuff. Find someone who loves you the way that Trevor loves Mitch Craig heating and cooling.
0: (laughs) It's a good ad. He is very passionate in that ad. I love it.
1: It's maybe the most passionate thing he's ever been, <laughs> he's ever had in his in his entire life. Yeah, he's being way too mean to you, Roush. I don't like it.
2: Uh, he just is doing that to avoid getting shoved into a locker.
1: The on three hate, man, you really struck a nerve with him. For a guy who doesn't read anything about sports, doesn't look at recruiting rankings anywhere, he really hates on three.
0: You mean off three?
1: Ooh. Indiana Tim here. Hey, Indiana Tim. So the reality is, Roush can't handle going out, old man. Yeah, oh, you're, you're man. even turn, get some crap, but you're really no better, Roush.
2: Hey, I'm rocking, I'm rolling. It was just a little took this rocking chair a little bit to get rocking and rolling. You're here,
1: and uh, it's been a fun show. Roush channeling his inner Drew Franklin. Woohoo! Drew still have it. He can still throw him back. Skinny Drew still have it. He still got it. He still got it. That's good to hear. That'd uh, be a fun group to have drinks with. Luck it was there? Yeah, yeah. We had a good time. Oh, yeah, I bet. Were Stoops and Vince at the Tin Roof? I only asked because it's well known these days that they are the coolest guys around.
2: They are the coolest guys around, but they were not... Um, they, they did not make it out in the town, believe it or not. That's not a place they frequent.
1: You needed to go to the blue-collar joint, Jeff Ruby's.
2: Yep, should have gone there.
1: If you wanted to run into those guys. Uh, TJ, were you one of those seniors at St. X who was at the very front of the student section painting up for the football games? I don't think I ever painted up. I, I probably did paint up at some point, but I don't think I was ever at the front and painted up. But I was at the front for a Trinity playoff loss. So that was a good time.
2: Mm. that's tough.
1: I was usually in the student section, cheering on my pals. Student sections were fun. And, you I mean, girls would usually hang out with you so it's not like you had to kind of choose
2: the um when i went to that volleyball game the other night they were all the during the timeouts they would play music that was popular when we were in high school or college and the entire student section would like not only sing it word for word they would have like dances to it i was shocked like, they had like a dance to like uh I- like it's dynamite i mean how is that that popular I mean, really? I, I, that's fun yeah, it's it's great but i'm i'm shocked i guess we're still we we still got it
1: what do you guys get from taco bell when you're not eating at salsaritas need to have a much more consistent order when i go well i salsaritas
2: bro or gal i have admittedly uh if there's not a quesadilla or a cheesy gordita crunch at least one of those in there then i don't then I'm not going to Taco Bell. I've got to have at least one of the two. I just like getting their quesadillas. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not a
1: huge Taco Bell fan. I, not that I dislike it. I just don't think I've, I can't remember last time I've gone to Taco Bell sober. Uh, but just the quesadillas. Get the fire sauce. Love the fire sauce. Their fire sauce is fire.
0: Hey, you know what's really funny is I also get the fire sauce at Taco Bell. I just get three soft tacos though and lather it with fire sauce. Is that so weird that here, I like the yeah. fire sauce, but I don't like the Salsarita's hot? It's too hot?
1: I mean, I do mm-hmm. think the Salsarita's hot sauce is hotter than the fire sauce. Okay, cool. But I do think the fire sauce, like, It's, it's
0: got a nice little kick. Eh,
1: yeah, it's got a solid kick. It is good. It's just a flavorful sauce, though, you know? Yeah. It's just good.
0: I really, can't, I, can't I can't believe, believe
2: they have all of those crazy things you can get at Taco Bell, and you choose to get three soft tacos.
0: It's the most consistent. They They never mess it up. They mess everything else up.
2: Oh yeah, because it's real hard to mess up three soft tacos.
0: That's what I'm saying. They—that's the one thing that they're competent enough to do.
2: Shots Play fired sucks. at Taco Bell. Play sucks.
0: Any talk out there about when
1: Wagner will announce his decision? That still hasn't really announced yeah. like visits and stuff like that. Mum's the word on the DJ Wagner recruitment. So I haven't. If there is any updates, I haven't heard them.
2: Yeah, I, I have not either. No, no idea. But he's coming to Kentucky. Just let your little fan friends know. Oh, is that some scoop last night? No, I mean, this is what we've known for ages.
1: Hey, what's the Kentucky Farm Bureau ham breakfast going to go for this year?
2: It was 4.8 last year, so I'm going to say 5.1 this year.
1: It'd be funny if it was less and people were just like inflation. The economy.
2: It's not a good looking piece of ham. Does Nick have Star Trek playing in the background or something? Uh, That was a very loud air conditioner at the uh, Lexington, Kentucky Roll Call Studio. A texter on the Thornton's
1: text line. Will Cutter Bowley recruitment be dang key 2.0? Let's hope so.
2: I think it'll be a similar, but if it works out, if the result's the same, that'd be nice. be a real nice card.
1: Roush trying to dance around the topic of all college girls wear yoga shorts now. I was trying to hit on them. I couldn't rip SIGs like I wanted to because I didn't bring my own. Is absolutely fantastic. That really something. Wow!
2: Up. No, that is a horrible summary up. of our conversation from hour number one. Go back and listen to the podcast to get the verbatim response. Um, Just no. be aware it
0: was the second half of hour number one. The <laughs> a
1: true Southender would have at least brought some black and mild. That. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good touch. John here. Hey, John. Good morning to all. We are so close. I can smell the hot dogs, popcorn, and some pigskin. Tell me, this weekend, what would be the game that you will tune into? Uh, I'm going to watch the one in Ireland. Also, will you be putting some banana stand money on the games? I'm thinking about taking UTEP plus one at home against North Texas, only because in the Retro Bowl College Dynasty League I play in on Twitter, I use UTEP as my team. We'll go, got to go talk to you later. And old, you say foe of Louisville yeah, or UTEP, the minors. Uh, I don't know, John, I'll have to look at it, but I'll probably have some picks for you tomorrow, to be honest with you. oh, PT's picks of the week. Do you think UK playing a stacked non-conference slate would be good or bad?
2: More specific, football, so football basketball. basketball. Yeah.
1: But uh, for football, I wouldn't mind one more game just to get excited about in the out-of-conference. Wouldn't have to be a murderous row opponent, but just something to kind of tickle the fancy, although I don't re- I'm not overly passionate about it one way or another. Basketball, the out-of-conference is one of the toughest in the country, so no issues there.
2: Yeah, it's pretty pretty good schedule.
1: Yeah. All right, well, that'll do it. Look at us getting out almost on time. We've really yeah. grown up. Everybody have a great Thursday. Roush, safe travels back home, and uh, maybe get some waters in you. And we will see everybody on Friday, week away from the Big X Scramble. Everybody have a great day. This is Kentucky Roll Call and Big oh, Roush and Justin Kalen.